from grain to glass, this show is dedicated to helping you make the best beer possible. So strap in and hold on to your mash tons. We're Homebrew Bound. Welcome to Homebrew Bound. I'm Casey. And I'm Rick. And this is the best beer show on the internet. According to our mothers? You seem like you're really uh, questioning everything now. (laughs) You're having some sort of existential crisis. What is life? What is life? What is beer? Oh, it's at the bottom of our goddamn kegger. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, I'm sorry. That's where is beer. Yeah, that's where is beer. (laughs) Shout out to Tyler DeBulu. He did the same thing. Contacting us on Facebook, telling us he did the same thing. So we are not the only ones that make mistakes. Nope. Uh, you guys also make mistakes, which is good to know. Yes. Tim Crisp just said, uh-oh. Yep. But he, he hasn't volunteered any. He's going <laughs> to play his cards closer to his heart. <laughs> he's like, they don't know that I did that too. <laughs> uh, All right. Uh, so today we're going to be talking about oatmeal stout. We'll get then into that in a minute. Rick, what have stout. you been up to since... Last week, beer-wise. Not much, man. I haven't had a lot of time to do anything. It seems like it's been not very long, and so I haven't had a lot of time. I understand. You, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Phil. <laughs> I understand. I understand. Uh, oh, uh, I forgot to talk about the, the brews that we did last week. But, yeah, last week, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Let's talk about that. Wrong show. Oh, dang. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Oh, yeah. So we did the uh, the Imperials. Or no, I did the pumpkin beer. Pumpkin beer was the last beer I did. Pumpkin. Yeah. So the pumpkin And I got beer, a free pumpkin out of the deal. Um, Yeah, you did. What'd <laughs> you do with that pumpkin? It's sitting on my deck. Oh, okay. And I'm going to shoot it when Halloween's over. All right. I love shooting pumpkins. That's the best thing to shoot. Yeah, so I did the pumpkin beer. Uh, The way I ended up doing doing the pumpkin in the beer was uh, for... I I roasted it. I roasted it and put it in the mash, and I did about half a pound of gourd for every gallon of beer. So we're doing a five-gallon batch, so I ended up doing two and a half pounds of roasted pumpkin. And it takes forever. Ever to roast a pumpkin. Basically, you throw it in the oven at 350 until it gets soft. Yeah. That, those were the instructions I was given. <laughs> I don't know how to define soft in a pumpkin. <laughs> so every, every 15 minutes, I would poke it with a fork. There you go. About an hour and a half later, it seemed soft. <laughs> and then I, took, uh, then I took an ice cream scoop and just kind of scooped it all up and put it into a bowl. There you go. And then threw that into the mash done. Well, that'll work. Yeah. Uh, be careful. Uh, make sure you put that on the top of the mash uh, because it gets super gummy. And if it's at the bottom, it will stick up your mash something fierce. Oh. So that's, yeah, just just a little pro tip. That's a good tip. Yeah, because you don't want to deal with that on brew day. <laughs> that is no fun. I had a stuck mash once, and I just about gave up. Yeah. I was like, no, this is dumb. We're uh, <laughs> we're doing uh, a coconut milk stout. Oh, I remember hearing about this yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, it was the, my first uh, my first mash with my new mash ton. Right. I hadn't learned all the little, 
intricacies of it yet. Yeah. The tricks. Well, the tips and tricks. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, other than that, like, pretty much everything we talked about uh, is kind of what we did. We did a very light uh, uh, spicing Mm -hmm. because you can always add more. You can't take it back. You can't undo. No. (laughs) You cannot undo. So, I'm going to taste it uh, in probably another week here and then... Uh, based <laughs> off of that, decide if I need to add any more spices or not, and let those sit on there for a couple of days before bottling. Sure. So yeah, should be should be interesting. Very neat. Yeah. Very neat, man. Other than that, not not a whole lot beer related has been going on since the last last episode. Kind of the downfall of recording yeah. two of these in a row. Yeah, that is. <laughs> but hey, you know, we did stuff. We did stuff. We right. still, we, yeah, we have things. Yeah, I, r- right after we're done with this, we're going to clean that stupid, stupid. So this mess. might be like a two-hour episode as we procrastinate. Yeah, this that. is literally our procrastination. <laughs> we're like, okay, how? El- what else can we talk about? So, uh, like, Rick, like, tell me your deep-seated insecurities. <laughs> like, just dive into the. <laughs> you really going, Doctor Phil, on this episode? <laughs> You're right. This is this is not Doctor Homebrew. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, so, should we just dive right into oatmeal stout? I think we should dive into it head first. Just head first. Swim around in it a little bit. Bloop, bloop, bloop. Uh, we are drinking the Breckenridge Brewery oatmeal stout uh, from Colorado. It's not one of the commercial examples, but it's a damn good oatmeal stout. Yeah. So we figured, well, why not? Well, why? No. The label's a little creepy, though. Yes, it is. That but, moon face. Yeah, that's a weird face. That's He's a real really, creepy looking. That's a real long. It nose. looks like a. It looks like a Shel Silverstein il- illustration. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> Forgot about that guy. <clears throat> Me too. Until I just saw this, and then I was like, "That looks like where the sidewalk yep, ends." Exactly. I got a uh, random tangent here because procrastination. Go ahead. I got in trouble in elementary school for reading it because uh, we had to choose our favorite poem and then read it to the class. Yeah. And I chose a Shel, Shel Silverstein poem and I got in trouble. What because it was it was uh, there it was the poem and it goes through like this guy is like getting ready for like is a like very very big day at work and he's getting ready and getting dressed and stuff but he forgot to put any pants on. Oh. And like the illustration had had like him with no pants like so you saw his butt. And like five year old me, or I was probably like eight year old me, was like, "This is hilarious." My teacher was like, "That is very inappropriate." And now you get now now you're in trouble. And I went and told my mom, and she was like, "Your teacher has no sense of humor." <laughs> I remember one of my favorites. I remember we gave you a chance to water the plants. We didn't mean that way. Now zip up your pants. <laughs> It's just like the shortest, and I still remember that from like elementary school. <laughs> See, like that's it's a good poem. Mm-hmm. Like that kind of stuff. I I don't know. You shouldn't get in trouble for that. Yeah, Shel Silverstein, true art. That's right. You not you don't just get beer information on this podcast. Yeah. Man butts and plant peeing. <laughs> you, you get, get life too. advice. <laughs> Always wear your pants to work. <laughs> don't pee in plants. <laughs> These are basic things that we think we can help you guys with. Yeah. You're welcome. All right. Um, so Oatmeal Stout, it's category 16B of the BJCP. 16B. Yeah. So it falls into dark British beers. Yeah, it does. All right. So overall impression, uh, we are looking 
for a very dark, full-bodied, roasty, malty ale with a complimentary oatmeal flavor. The sweetness, balance, and oatmeal impression can vary considerably. Mm-hmm. The aroma should have a mild roasted grain aroma, generally with a coffee-like character. A light malty sweetness can suggest a coffee and cream impression. Fruitiness should be low to medium high, diacetyl medium low to none, hop aroma medium low to none, earthy or floral. A light grainy nutty oatmeal aroma is optional. So this Breckenridge one, uh, definitely coffee and cream. Yeah. Yep, it's that coffee and cream smell. A little, like, light, fruity characters. Uh, yeah, I don't get much, but like I do Just, like, a little bit of like raisin, a touch almost. of that, yeah. Like, a, a little touch of dark fruit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. That's in there. Appearance? Appearance. Medium brown to black in color. Thick, creamy, persistent, tan to brown-colored head can be opaque. If not, should be visible. It doesn't say visible. It should, should okay. be clear. But <laughs> you guys remember last week we were making fun of their word use. Yep. Because all beer is technically visible. This is opaque. It's the opaquest. Yeah, uh, you are getting like some of those uh, Guinnessy ruby highlights in there. Yep. Like you shine a light through it and it's uh, yeah, so you super get, red. Yeah, you get that like red. But if you just hold it up to, like, if you shine a flashlight directly through the other side, you'll see that flashlight beam in red. But if you just hold it up to regular lighting, it's just opaque. Yeah. It's just black. So it fits fits right in there with the style. Slides right in there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Slides right <clears throat> into those DMs. So our flavor. flavor. Ooh, the important this part. This is the good part. Uh, similar to the aroma, with a mild roasted coffee to coffee and cream flavor a low to moderately high fruitiness oats and dark roasted grains provide some flavor complexity the oats can add a nutty grainy or earthy flavor dark grains can combine with malt sweetness to give the impression of milk chocolate or coffee with cream medium hot bitterness with the balance toward the malt medium sweet to medium dry finish diacetyl medium low to none hot flavor medium low to none typically earthy or floral Alright, um So we're in agreement. Keep the keep the diacetyl out of our beer. Yep, no diacetyl. No diac also no banana. No No banana. banana. Alright, uh definitely roasted coffee. Yeah. Coffee cream. Um so cream. I I I'm getting like a dried blueberry in the back end. Is that what you're getting there? Yeah. And I don't know if I'm completely nuts or not. There's some sort of like fruit character there, and I want to say it's dry blueberry. I guess I yeah, like when you have like oatmeal, and it's got the dried blueberries, Mm -hmm. and you eat them before they're rehydrated. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I can get that. I can get behind that. That I do get that flavor. Just like, just like a hint. Yeah. No, it's like it's there. But like just because I was looking for fruitiness, I think yeah. that's that's why I found it's, that. And it's right on the back end there. Yeah, I get that too. Okay, not I'm not crazy then. No, well um, we both might be. Right, but uh, very little hop uh, hop flavor. A <clears throat> um, little bit of earthiness uh, from the yeah hops. the earthy hop flavors where where it's at. Yep. Um, yeah, but definitely like a dark chocolate uh, roasted coffee. Mm-hmm. Good creaminess. Yeah, it's a good one. Love oatmeal stout. 
I, I like the Breckenridge oatmeal stout. It's a good one. All right, so uh, mouthfeel is that me or you? Mouthfeel is you, bud. All right, I forgot who did what, man. I'm glad mm-hmm. you're on top of this. Mm-hmm. All right, um, mouthfeel medium fold to full body with a smooth, silky, velvety, sometimes <clears throat> almost an oily slickness from the oatmeal. Creamy, medium to medium high carbonation. <laughs> It's a good thing that was a short one. You wouldn't have been able to do that through the whole thing. <laughs> nope. <laughs> um. Well, that's all in there. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty full-bodied. Silky, smooth, and velvety. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty full-bodied, too. Oh, it's like, it's chewy. Yeah. And there's a bit of slickness from the oatmeal. I don't know if I'd call it slickness, actually. No. It's... No. I actually don't know what they're talking about there. Yeah, I'm not really getting in any like oily slickness from this. No, I get like the oatmeal flavor. Anything kinda. like it's it's a little grainy on the like on yeah. the tongue. Uh, not not like in a bad way. Like slickness slickness would make me think diacetyl. Like I feel like this kind of grabs my tongue and like on the way down. Like it yeah. it doesn't really slide down. Yeah, it's not really yeah. I don't know what they're talking about. Why would oatmeal be slick anyway? And oily. Oatmeal's not oily at all. I don't know what they're talking about. I, I don't know either. <laughs> but other than that weird sentence that's in there, we hit the mouthfeel. We got her. Yep. All right. Comments. <clears throat> oh, dang. <laughs> Just punched my microphone. Jumped out of nowhere. <laughs> Surprise me. Uh, mouthfeel, medium full to full body with a smooth, silky, velvety, sometimes an almost oily slickness from the oatmeal. I'm reading the one that you just read. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say there it is again, but no, it's just no, you, the same uh, one. You were just on the wrong paragraph. Yeah. All right. And so, you didn't read it with my flair either. So. <laughs> I didn't. Comments. Generally between sweet and Irish stouts and sweetness. Variations exist from fairly sweet to quite dry, as well as English and American versions. American versions tend to be more hoppy, surprise, less sweet and less fruity. So terrible. (laughs) The level of bitterness also varies, as does the oatmeal impression. Light use of oatmeal may give a certain silkiness of body and richness of flavor, while heavy use of oatmeal can be fairly intense in flavor with an almost oily mouthfeel. Dryish finish and slight grainy astringency. Maybe it's, yeah, maybe if you use, like, just too much oatmeal, that's when you get that oily. I still don't understand how. I don't know, man. Like, when you when you put oil in the mash, it, or uh, oil, when you put oats in the mash, it really gums up everything, and maybe it's pulling something from there during conversion. I would guess that'd be starchy, though. Which mm, would not necessarily come off as oily. Oh. There's not a lot of oats, or not a lot of oil in oats. Well, it's not saying there's oil in it. They're saying it, like, it lends an oily character to yeah, the mouthfeel. But I can't see where that would come from. I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. Oh, we, we can we can uh, do some experiments. We probably could. We're probably I'll, not I'll going add, to. I'll add it to the experiment list. That's going to happen after we do the 80 styles. All right. Because then I got a bunch of beer experiments that I want to do. Beer experiments. Beer experiments. Yes. Anyway. Or experiments. Uh, when judging, allow for differences in interpretation. All right. 
history. I always like when they have the history part. I do too. It's you learn something. Yeah. It's like it's a little good. nugget of knowledge. It is. Knowledge mm. nugget, if you will. Are you ready to learn with us listeners? Are you guys ready to keep putting off cleaning the kegerator with us? I heard them say yes to both. All right, sounds good. <clears throat> a variant of nourishing or invalid stouts of the late 1800s using oatmeal in the grist. Uh, similar to the development of sweet stout that used lactose. This is invalid. Not nope. a valid stout. Nope. An original nope. Scottish version used a significant amount of oat malt. Later, uh, went through a shady phase. Well, I mean, when it was growing up, you know, sometimes you go through that phase. <laughs> Once the oatmeal stout hit its adolescence, it got a little <laughs> bit shady. Where uh, where some English brewers would throw a handful of oats into their part of guiled stouts in order to legally produce a healthy oatmeal stout for marketing purposes. <laughs> so stop the beer being shady. It's the brewers being shady. <laughs> like, you stop blaming the beer for what the brewers are doing. You stop it. You stop that. That's beer shaming. It won't be tolerated. <laughs> we will not tolerate that on Homebrew Bound. We're woke. <laughs> uh, most popular in England between the world wars was revived in the craft beer era for export, which helped lend to its adoption as a popular, popular modern craft beer style that uses a noticeable but not symbolic quantity of oats. Not shady little, in the U.S. little jab there. Yeah, well, Which, not uh, symbolic. <laughs> uh, characteristic ingredients. Pale caramel and dark roasted malts, often chocolate and grains. Oatmeal or malted oats, 5 to 20% or more, used to enhance fullness of body and complexity of flavor. Hops primarily for bittering can use brewing sugars or syrups. English ale yeast. Uh, style comparison. Most are like a cross between an Irish extra stout and a sweet stout with oatmeal added, but not just a handful. Nope. Uh, several variations exist with the sweeter versions, more like a sweet stout with oatmeal instead of lactose, and the drier versions, more like a more <clears throat> nutty, flavorful Irish extra stout. Both tend to emphasize the body and mouthfeel. Yeah. All right. Now under this. Vital statistics. 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 All right. IBUs 25 to 40. An SRM of 22 to 40. An original gravity of 1045 to 1065. A final gravity of 1010 to 1018. And an ABV of 4.2 to 5.9. All right. There you go. Commercial examples include Anderson Valley Barney Flats Oatmeal Stout, Broughton Scottish Oatmeal Stout, Figuror... Figuroa... Figuradouta. Figuroa. Mountain Stagecoat Stout, St. Ambrose Oatmeal Stout, Samuel Smith Oatmeal Stout, Young's Oatmeal Stout. I feel like we could have just listed breweries at that point. Probably could have. <laughs> the only one that's different is the Stagecoach Stout from Figueroa. Figueroa Mountain. Figueroa Mountain. Or wait, I don't know if Figueroa is the brewery or Figueroa Mountain is the brewery. Figueroa. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't matter. I feel like it's Figueroa Mountain. Doesn't matter. And it's their Stagecoach Stout. 
Right. Because uh-uh. they had to be fancy. And on stagecoaches, you eat oatmeal. Do you? Well, apparently. Oh, okay. Well, I gotta save that. I have to assume cool. so. All right, you ready for our oatmeal stout recipe? I am so ready. You All wouldn't right. believe it. So I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Five pounds, two row. Yeah, that's good. Three pounds flaked oat. Mm, I like one pound carafa. Three for some darkness, I like some it. character, but very little roast. Very little roast. Very little roast. Um, some uh, crystal sixty, just for some some of those caramel yeah. complex flavors. Then eight ounces of coffee malt for that that coffee roasty goodness. Mm. Okay. Um, and so that gives us twenty eight point six percent of our grist as oats, which is over that twenty percent. Dig it. Um, and an original gravity of ten fifty four. Yes. Uh, so right that's in the good. Middle, nice. Um, thinking hops wise, just fuggle across the board. Just fug it. Right, just fug it. So, uh, we're going to do two ounces of fuggle at 60 minutes, yeah. and then half an ounce at 30 minutes. Yeah. Giving us about 35 and a half IBUs. Beautiful. Uh, and then use a London Ale yeast from Y yeast. Uh, so, Y yeast 1028. Uh, that should put us uh, around five and a half percent. Five point six ish. Perfect. Five point nine is our max. We're good. Yeah. Yeah. So we're gonna be a little higher on the ABV side, but I think this should give us a good solid stoot. I'm very happy with that recipe. Me too. Me too. Me too. Me also. All right. So what's the next part of this show? The next part is that's it. Oh crap. <laughs> now we have to clean this thing alright guys uh, thanks for tuning in if you'd like to support us head on over to uh, blindnewsstudios.com and click on the Amazon link at the bottom of our homepage and then when you do any Amazon shopping uh, we get a bit of a kickback from Amazon if you'd like to support us directly head on over to patreon.com slash blindnewsstudios or uh, click on the become a patron link at the bottom of our homepage every little bit helps uh, you guys know brewing is a costly hobby so we Help would appreciate yeah. it because we're doing it every week. <laughs> yeah, we're doing it every week. I uh, was trying to bring some awesome content to you guys. So if you guys can help us out at all, that'd be awesome. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or what have you, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindnewstudios.com. Or you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindnewstudios. Or follow us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja. And I think that's it. And now we have to go clean. So yeah. I'll see you guys next week. Bye.